have a question for you, Sam. Do you think this is going to start one of those class action lawsuits that you see on cable? There's like, have you or your family ever been affected by mesothelioma? But then it'll be like, have you or your family ever been affected by the pseudoscience that is goop? Mm-hmm. to to write notes on because there was so much mm-hmm. and so much and so little all at the same time yeah <laughs> welcome listeners to who you calling trashy i'm manda i'm sam and this week we are diving into a different kind of trash the goop lab with gwyneth paltrow buckle in pseudoscience o'clock i feel the need to say that you guys you can believe whatever you want to believe mm-hmm. if you're into this wellness woo woo pseudoscience stuff we're not really shitting on you we're more so shitting on companies that take advantage of people and s- steal their money with false claims and false science that's more of yeah, yeah. Like you can do what you want. Don't come. Yeah. Don't come for us if you believe in any of this. Yeah, it's okay. We're not saying you're wrong. We're just saying protect your finances. Yes, and your body. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to a doctor. <laughs> they say it right at the fucking top. Yeah. Let's get into it. Okay. So let's talk, let's, okay, at the top here, let's talk a little bit about Goop and what the fuck it is. So it's a lifestyle brand for the rich. That's it. Let's look at some of their products. Uh, First off, they have psychic vampire repellent. You heard that right, folks. Psychic vampire repellent. What the fuck does that even mean? There's also a vibrator necklace. Looks like it is $149. It is 24 karat gold. Why? 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 (laughs) Oh, look, sweatpants that are $300. That's fun. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Why? So Goop is a lifestyle wellness newsletter that Gwyneth Paltrow started, and it's turned into this whole, like, lifestyle brand. Well, because GP... Was meant for more than just making out with Matt Damon. Yeah. When I started Goop in 2008, I was like, my calling is something else besides, you know, making out with Matt Damon on screen or whatever. (laughs) And now it's this modern lifestyle brand. To me, it's all like laddering up to one thing, which is optimization of self. Like we're here one time, one life. Like how can we really like milk the shit out of this? Damon, really your biggest flex? Gwyneth Paltrow. Right? You were Brad Pitt's wife in seven. <laughs> um, no, that's it. That's that's a bigger flex already. Yeah. So anyway, she's meant for more than just making out with Matt Damon. Yeah. And Goop is that vehicle of modality. <laughs> 
Guys, this is literally how they speak. Trajectory healing modality. Corpo mumbo jumbo. Just big words for the sake of using big words. Mm -hmm. With no actual substance. You know how we and normal people have filler words. Um, okay, mm -hmm. you know, etc. Their filler words are still filler words. They're just much bigger and don't make any sense. Yes, synergy. <laughs> I always go to synergy. I know. It's <laughs> the easiest one. The easiest one. <laughs> okay. So before watching the show, I was like, I'm going to do a little bit of a deep dive on Goop. Mm -hmm. And Goop is two things. It's the shop where they sell the overpriced trash and content. Yes. Where they talk about things that they actually have no part in. And somehow get some type of credit for it in some way, shape, or form. Yes. So we've got the overpriced trash and we've got the just content for content's sake. Look yeah. at how intelligent we are. Look at how introspective we are. Yeah. We are contextualizing and visualizing and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's, that's what it is. And it's all bullshit. <laughs> Guys, Gwyneth Paltrow in the goop has suggested that women should steam their vaginas guys this is not good for you no they are peddling these kind of claims with no actual science behind it people follow that just because it's them mm -hmm. it's it's gwyneth paltrow yeah Ooh, they see oh she's rich oh she's successful oh she's an actress yeah i want to be just like her mm -hmm. it's irresponsible yes nailed it and so <laughs> excuse us while we shit on this yeah Episode one, The Healing Trip. It is an episode all about the use of psychedelics. This is being featured on an episode of Goop, yet it's not something that Goop even does or owns in any way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're using some things that can be legitimate to, to legitimize them. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they don't have anything to do with psychedelics. Like, they don't no. offer any psychedelic things. They're just no. talking about things that people find interesting and attaching their brand to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Also, this episode is just, I'm going to say it, a bunch of privileged white people yes. acting like they have a lot of trauma to work through that they're going to use these wellness techniques for when people are dying. Yeah, honestly, this whole episode is just an excuse for them to trip balls. Exactly. And call it legitimate research. Yeah, it is not. Mm -mm. It is just an excuse to go to Jamaica, trip some balls, and call it a healing experience. Mm -hmm. Which, doing some of the research I did for this episode, yes, shrooms can help. Yeah. However... Not in this fucking setting, man. <laughs> it's, no, this is not proper. So we wanted to explore psychedelics in a therapeutic setting. Um, we decided to try psilocybin, also known as magic mushrooms, in Jamaica, where their use isn't regulated. They're going on a journey of self-exploration so that they can really be their most authentic selves. Meanwhile... People who are using psychedelics legitimately are using it to actually heal past trauma and even 
heal diseases, according to what we're hearing from the native people in Jamaica. Yeah. Anyway, let's. We're gonna get. We're, we're gonna, we're get, gonna get into it because. Uh, <sighs> well, okay. Yeah. Let's just start from the top. Let's talk about the format of the show a little, because there's yeah. a repetitive format here mm-hmm. where we jump from interviews with GP and her chief content officer Elise who are acting like two you know I don't even know (laughs) okay (laughs) this is the dynamic between them Elise has got her head so far up Gwyneth's ass that Gwyneth is now going to start calling it the Elise cleanse (laughs) the Elise enema (laughs) <laughs> the Elise Colonic Suppository. <laughs> Gwyneth is just there to attach her name to this. Yeah. And Elise is there to kiss Gwyneth's ass and add legitimacy to Gwyneth's brand. Through fake mumbo jumbo. Yes. Corpo mumbo jumbo. Drinking game. Every time I say corpo mumbo jumbo, drink. Because Elise is just... Pretending to say big words. Yes. That mean a lot that actually don't mean anything at all. No. It, when you really look at it, these people have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. White folk, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to that. So the format is we jump back and forth between the goop HQ corporate offices where we have GP and her chief content officer, Elise, interviewing experts in whatever topic they're covering for this episode. And guys, the experts can be experts, but sometimes it's just somebody who says, I did a thing. Exactly. (laughs) We jump back and forth between them and then the real life experience, experiment, research all in quotation marks, of people from Goop going out to different locations to actually put into practice what we're talking about in each episode. So for this episode, again, we're talking about psychedelics, and we have the Goop team who is going out to Jamaica. Why Jamaica? It's not really explained. It's because mushrooms are illegal here. (laughs) They had to go out of the country to trip some balls. Apparently, Gwyneth Paltrow's money couldn't get them from not being arrested. Mm -hmm. Um, So they went to Jamaica, where it's unregulated, and they go to a retreat Mm -hmm. of experts. They call them therapists. Mm -hmm. They do not provide credentials. Right. At all. Mm -hmm. I think they say what each of these therapists name is, first name and no credentials, but apparently they are therapists. Yeah. Guys, these are just a bunch of fucking hippies. Mm hmm. Which is fine. Live your life. But don't call yourself an expert. No. If you're not. Exactly. And when they're talking about how they got goop employees to go to the retreat, GP, <laughs> GP makes it sound like it's like this big deal that, you know, people just volunteered to go to Jamaica and get high. Wow. God, that is just who would do that for free? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing so hard because I'm like, 
I don't see the downside here. Uh-uh. Like, you make it sound like, could, would you believe this? A staff wanted to go to Jamaica and get high. <laughs> oh, crazy, crazy stuff. <laughs> Guys, the reason, okay. <laughs> I am, I'm just, I'm, I'm so upset by this. So before, before they go, like, they're talking about how there is legitimate research Mm -hmm. into the effects of shrooms right and psychedelics on helping someone with their mental health when paired with professional therapists who are walking them through the process providing pre and post support yes continue that is not what they are doing Mm -mm. they are going there in an uncontrolled environment with people who call themselves experts people there they don't know that they're not comfortable with Mm -hmm. and getting fucking high mm-hmm. that is not what the research is and to peddle it like that right is fucked up right and this is this is where you know when we meet these people the the goop volunteers voluntold i bet do you want to go to you're going to jamaica to try shrimps oh oh okay Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because, sorry, I am so all over the place because I have a lot of thoughts. Mm -hmm. I can see them all jumbled up in your mind. You're like, which fucking bullshit am I I going to call out this (laughs) time? Which thread am I going to follow? But what I really want to hear is why these people are doing this experience, what they want to achieve. These white folk. Tell me. So first off, one of the girls, Renee, she just wants to be more open and creative. Elise wants to find purpose and have a spiritual experience. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Renee, if I remember, Renee also says... She's here to become her most authentic self, to really open up and become her most authentic self. This is not what we were talking about earlier with the experts at Goop HQ, talking about how these can be used as therapeutic remedies for people with trauma, etc. You know, depression, anxiety, suicide is all increasing, despite what we thought in the 90s was this renaissance of psychopharmacology. You know, Prozac, uh, Celexa, Zoloft, psychiatry left psychotherapy behind, and we embrace these drugs that we all know give terrible side effects. And really, as a culture, we're hungry for something else and for something to, to help us heal. These are just people who are like, you know what, my life is already super great. Yeah. But what can make it even better, even though these other people are, like, dying and starving and stuff? Like, that's not my problem. I just really want to optimize myself. Yeah. It's all about milking the shit out of life. (laughs) (laughs) White people. (laughs) What is so funny to me about this episode is, on one hand, you got the experts Basically saying how to properly do this. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you got goop over here 
doing the exact opposite. And I honestly think the only person who goes on this trip is Jen, like for a legitimate reason is Jenny. Mm-hmm. Jenny has a lot of, she has trauma and like trigger warning. Like her dad died by suicide. Mm-hmm. And she's really struggling coping with those feelings. Like she just barely started going to therapy for it. Mm-hmm. And then there's Kevin who also has his head up Gwyneth's ass. Yes. Kevin just cannot find the right guy, basically. Yeah. And what pushes our point further is when we're there and we're getting the introduction from the uh, tripping expert or whatever. She tells us that the natives who use psychedelics are really confused by Westerners that come to do this. So the indigenous people who have used these medicines for years have really traditionally used them curing illnesses, like physical illnesses. And they're rather perplexed by us Westerners that show up and want to connect with the divine. They think we're a little odd. Do you guys not see the entitlement and privilege that you're like putting on a pedestal in this? The privilege. Because I looked it up. How much a retreat like this would cost. Mm. Anywhere from $2,000 just to be there to tens of thousands of dollars. Mm. So this is not not something everybody has access to. So we get to Jamaica to this retreat. Um, no name. No credentials. Mm-hmm. At all. We meet these three people. Who are the psychedelic elders. Yeah, that's what Elise fucking calls them. <laughs> psychedelic <laughs> elders. What? Oh. But they call themselves therapists. <laughs> like, what are they? <laughs> I don't think they're therapists. I don't think they're therapists at all. Because <laughs> if they really are, why are they not, like... Showing credentials. We've got credentials for this Mark Hayden guy and Dr. Will Sue, but nothing on these so-called experts Mm -hmm. in Jamaica. We get their names. One lady says, she's like, oh, I'm affiliated with MAPS. Where's the receipts, girl? (laughs) Show them receipts. (laughs) If if this is legit, shouldn't have anything to hide. Provide the name of your retreat. Mm -hmm. Let's go. If this is so great, provide this shit. Honestly, these, these these guys are experts in the sense that they trip on shrooms a lot. Yeah, maybe a little too much. So these psychedelic elders are talking to each one of these volunteers. Quotation marks. <laughs> Why they're here. Elise's like, mm, I want to find purpose. I want to have a spiritual experience. Elise, shut up. I'm already over her. Elise is the worst. She is the worst. I can't. I can't. I can't. With her. I would like to understand myself in the context of a bigger universe beyond how I intellectualize it in my brain. Back to the experts. And this is where the experts shit on everything that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Mark, the MAPS research guy, Basically says that people can have really bad experiences. A, incorrect dosage. Bookmark mm-hmm. that. Um, 
inappropriate expectations. Mm -hmm. So basically going into it, expecting to get something out of it can Mm -hmm. really fuck up your experience. Yep. And three, inappropriate setting. Mm -hmm. Guys, a retreat with people you don't know in an environment you're unfamiliar with can either be great. Some people have a great time. Or it can be really bad and dangerous mm-hmm. to where like, like I was reading that like some people felt like they were a danger to themselves mm. and to others. Next, we see a new piece of formatting for the way that this show is filmed. We start getting case studies is what Goop refers to these little scenes, these little clips. And it's people who have gone through legitimate studies and experience positive outcomes from it so it's their way of saying okay this stuff works psychedelics work because look at all these people that healed from these things but they went through i think for the most part the correct channels yes. through studies at colleges through studies at professional organizations like, like map exactly they even show like footage of this one guy who suffers from ptsd of him getting dosed with mdma mm-hmm. and he his life is significantly improved but what you notice in these videos is he is in a bed he is in a comfortable setting with two professionals there to help and listen to him mm-hmm. and to monitor him We don't get that at the retreat. Mm -mm. In fact, we just get heavy breathing in your face. (laughs) This part is something I actually appreciated about this. But again, like you said, reputable studies. And has nothing to do with goop. Nothing to do with goop. Nothing to do with going to these retreats. Mm -hmm. So why the fuck are we here? What? Why are we wasting my goddamn time? Gwyneth I'm writing you a cease and desist letter enough so we're back in Jamaica and we're seeing them make this psychedelic mushroom tea at this point I thought that it was microdosing because we hear from the experts and we hear from different parts of the entire show up to this point about microdosing this don't look like microdosing and it's not I looked it up. This looks like some heavy mushroom tea. Extra strength venti. (laughs) I like my shrooms extra strength. (laughs) Extra trippy. Extra bold. (laughs) Like what? I want my spirit to escape my body. And I'm not 100% sure, but it kind of seemed like everybody there took it, including the elders. They did. Who are supposed to be overseeing and supporting these people. So not only are the people tripping, the people who are supposed to be controlling the situation are tripping. No. Not okay. Not okay. So unsafe. Okay. So let, let's talk about the dose. The guy is making the tea. He's like, we're going to give you three grams each. Guys, I looked it up. Microdosing and in these tests, it is one twentieth 
Mm. Of that. Oh my hell. From what I was reading, if you're seeing shit, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. With these therapies, it's basically to help emote focus, emotion. But if you're seeing shit, stop. Stop. That's not that's not what this is. <laughs> Enough. Stop, you've gone too far. Put that car in reverse. <laughs> yeah. He may have passed the point of no return. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. So they give three grams of mushrooms to all these people. Then they say that they're going to take a microdose. That also doesn't look like a microdose. They're all just tripping on shrooms. Mm. It is irresponsible. It is scary. I'm already crying. <laughs> mm. I feel so Are you feeling the effects a little bit? Yes. Oh, my God. What have I gotten myself into? (laughs) (laughs) Walls are coming down a little bit. (laughs) Someone's got the giggles. I feel like this is such a question. (laughs) I'm such an amateur. I'm glad they're working on it. We start to see some of the people like starting to react to the mushrooms, and Elise is making things weird by talking way too fucking much. She wants the attention to be on her. When GP's not around, she's like, I'm I'm just call me Gwen. Just call me Gwen. I'm Gwen (laughs) (laughs) 2.0. It's just talking and talking and talking. And it's just like, shut the fuck up. Yes. Let us trip without hearing your voice in my head the whole goddamn time. No. She is just a chatty catty Kathy. <laughs> She's not a chatty catty catty. Chatty catty Kathy. Whoa. <laughs> That's a new tongue twister. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, mm, mm. Elise, man. She's a piece of work. <laughs> she is. You know there's how there's people... Who just can't stand silence. Yes, girl. And they yes. talk and say nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why do you... T- Shut up. I don't need to hear your voice. There doesn't have to be conversation every fucking minute. She is the type of person who also wants to one-up everyone. Because oh. later when we're talking to the other people about their experiences every time they see something she says something like if they're experiencing something she has to be experiencing the same thing or something even crazier yeah she's she's full of shit (laughs) full of shit we get back to the researchers at goop hq the maps guy or the maps guys and they're explaining how all of this is supposed to work so traditional talk therapy is a back and forth engagement. Oh, I know. <laughs> and often a discussion about the issues and maybe some suggested ways of thinking about it. Psychedelic psychotherapy is completely different. You get access to somebody's unconscious material. If I think about what the unconscious mind is, when we're driving a car, we tend to think about lunch and the meeting we're about to have. All of our footwork and handwork is unconscious. Right. So when we have a tape loop in our unconscious mind, that's a trauma tape loop. It's replaying itself. We don't access it because it's in our unconscious mind. 
psychedelics can rework it. We can expose it. We can then shift how that tape loop functions because we have access to it. So what the mind tends to do when we have a traumatic experience is that it splits. It splits the memory from the emotion. And what we want to do with the healing is to have the memory of what happened with the emotion um, combined and then have the empathic experience. Gwyneth Paltrow is just nodding along, acting like she knows exactly what they're talking about. Word for word. I have that literally in my notes. Yeah. Gwyneth is nodding like she understands what the fuck they're talking about. She doesn't know any. She, she is just in her head. She's like... Okay, my vagina steaming appointment is at 9. If they can wrap this up in 20 minutes, I can be to my appointment on time. You know, she's just in her own fucking head. And Elise, guys, Elise might be a robot. (laughs) Because she is just staring at them with this like, God, not a visual medium. (laughs) Sorry, guys. How do I put it? With this like dead ass stare. Mm -hmm. And like... A perma, like, mini smile. I think she knows that everything that they're saying completely contradicts everything they did. Because yeah. if we haven't made it clear, <laughs> this interview at Goop HQ is post-retreat. Yes. So they've already done it in the past, and now they're <laughs> learning about it, which is backwards. Elise, this is not the right order of operations, girl. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> and she's probably thinking in her mind, Gwyneth is going to be so upset about this. <laughs> I peddled going to Jamaica like it was a legit thing, and they're proving that it was not. I hope that this can be fixed in post. No, girl. It can't. They tried. It did not work. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it backfired. <laughs> Horde. <laughs> um, so this is also like, this is where I really like what these researchers are doing is like the Dr. Will has even participated in the studies so that he can better understand how to help someone through the experience of being on these psychedelics while going through a therapy session, basically. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really great to understand what the patient will will go through. And I, like, all of this, like, they have receipts. <laughs> yes. They're making the receipts rain. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's fantastic. <laughs> I, just, I just love how this whole episode is shitting on itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love it so much. Like a big, like a big pile of goop. Yep. <laughs> I oh man, it's great. Anyway, back with the people tripping balls. Elise is laughing like a teenager who smoked literal grass and thought it was weed. Oregano. <laughs> she even says, oh, "I'm such a cliche." Oh my gosh, guys, I am so high. <laughs> Let me paint. A picture. <laughs> Think of a hippie balcony. Yes. Just, yeah, guys, yeah. you can picture it in your mind. Mm-hmm. A lot of mandalas. A lot of, a lot of comfy shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of pillows. Yeah. Okay, great. Everybody's laying down. Elise has got the giggles. Jenny's going through real shit already. Mm-hmm. She's getting emotional, which, I mean, 
the experts warned that that would happen because mm-hmm. it amplifies all those bad feelings. Yep. Anywho, Elise is giggling, tripping balls. Kevin's just like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> just, ah, you're so funny, Elise. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Get me out of here. <laughs> then we've got the therapists who are down on the ground with them, crawling towards them. Getting up in their faces like, wow, you're like really feeling this. Like, can you feel my hot breath on your face while you're tripping balls? And Elise is saying to the therapist, quotation marks, that she thought she was in a tree. And that, and then she thought she was in the birth canal. (laughs) What is happening? The only trauma she has in her whole entire life is being born. I didn't ask to be born. <laughs> she, and honestly, like, it just gets worse because she's. Not right now. She just I, can't. I can't even. <laughs> Elise starts looking at the sky, <laughs> and she's like, "Wow, clouds are crazy. Is the sky crazy?" <laughs> It just it, it it escalates from here, guys. We didn't really hear from Elise. Elise is fucking fine. Renee forgot about her. Yep, she found her authentic self. Jenny, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> She's just there to get creative and have fun. Like she she is probably the most unapologetic person there. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jenny <laughs> is not doing good. She's having a lot of emotional responses to memories of her father that's coming up. She's crying. She's not doing good. No. She is being touched a lot. And I am not feeling okay with this. I mean, the not therapist therapist is on top of her. Yeah. Grabbing her shoulders, kind of like shaking her shoulders, shaking her chest. And In her face. Immediately I'm thinking she is not in a state where she can consent to this touching and what she was this discussed beforehand what's the deal q goop jumping back to the research just to tell us how important it is touching is in this type of therapy i absolutely think that that you know uh, emotions and memory are stored in our body and and we're seeing that in the patients that that work with psilocybin and mdma you know and Again, psychology and psychiatry were taught, don't put your hands on patients. Oh, my God, you're going to get in trouble. But I think if we don't learn to do that better, we're going to actually lose some of the opportunity for healing. But again, are they doing it right? I don't think so. Yeah, because, okay, let's, uh, again, going back to the receipts. (laughs) 
gotta love them. In these sessions that they've shown people on psychedelics, the most touch that I have seen is either on the knee, gently, or hand. Mm-hmm. Not fucking towering over them, breathing in their face, and holding their shoulders. Mm-hmm. This is not okay. Not legitimate. Yeah. Not approved. <laughs> So, yeah, so basically they're covering their asses in this part. They're just like, we got to justify why he is so close to her. And all of them. Yeah. And (laughs) and, uh, Kevin is also tripping. Very, 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 very hard. Yeah. Where's Sasha? Sasha? Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. Your energy is pretty good. I don't know where it is. (laughs) Take him on. I was on the way there again to the light source. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yes. Holy shit. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Uh, uh, there you go. <laughs> 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 Oh. I feel like I'm the light of the center of the center of the circle right now. Yeah. All of a sudden, these two dudes are like hugging Kevin and Richard. Don't know what the fuck he's doing because he's got his hand on Kevin's chest and is like collie mying Indiana Jones reference, guys. Collie mying his chest, mm-hmm. like trying to get that heart out of his chest just like shaking his hand on this guy's chest Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like fucking kevin came (laughs) 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 because all of a sudden there's this like weird release (laughs) and then he's like "Mm, i'm okay (laughs) Um, good night Bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. Stupid. <laughs> so we're back with the researchers again. Elise basically says that everybody at Goop is like so successful, but we're all super traumatized. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. I mean, of course, of course. People have their shit. Yes. But to call everyone traumatized seems a little bit much. Mm-hmm. And my bullshit meter is flying yes. off the charts. Yes. It, it just feels so much like, what about me? <laughs> what about my pain? What about that one time when I was born? <laughs> it was so scary, guys. <laughs> There was a bright light (laughs) and a lot of people around me. And for some reason, Kevin was there (laughs) in the center. (laughs) Like, he was the light source? (laughs) What the fuck was that? (laughs) You look at the team at Goop, everyone here in some level is a deeply successful person, right? And yet they are all carrying tremendous amount of pain and loss. And I think so many of us are taught, like, you're thriving, you're good. Like, how dare you? You know, you, for example, what could possibly be wrong with you? You have everything. 
you're beautiful, you're wealthy, you're famous, like shut up, <laughs> you know? But I think that that is the perfect example of how, how our lack of understanding. Yes. Uh, and also, you know, to the larger point, this is where this systemic cultural lack of connection comes in. Like if everybody felt connected, they would understand that I have, as well have had incredibly painful and traumatic experiences. And I had a lot of trauma in my childhood and being the person that people perceive me to be is inherently traumatic. And it's She's a competition. Like, Let's not forget, this is, a co- this is a competition, guys. Yeah, who has the most trauma? Elise, girl, it's not you. <laughs> And it's not a retreat without an ending montage of people playing in the ocean together, splashing around, <laughs> being joyous, floating, just letting letting all of their past trauma and problems and lack of creativity just let it wash away. Yeah. I, like, feel so great today. <laughs> Do you? Do you? Jenny is crying still. And she's like, I'm emotionally drained, but I I feel better. Mm. Jenny, Jenny, girl. Jenny. You know, it's probably a contract. You mm-hmm. have to validate this no matter what. <laughs> or you're fired, bitch. <laughs> That's it. That's Elise. <laughs> Elise probably like, I'll fucking stab you. <laughs> Her robotic face, man. She is. A I will stab you. <laughs> I will stab you. <laughs> Jenny, girl, run, run. Anyway, Elise, Elise is out of her goddamn mind. Because she says that workplaces should do this. This is not a typical workplace experience, although I kind of wonder if it wouldn't be incredibly therapeutic for for workplace teams if you felt really safe and wanted to become even more intimate and connected with the people that you spend a majority of your day with. It makes you feel closer to your coworkers. (laughs) I'm I'm close enough. Thank you. I don't need to relive the trauma of childbirth with my coworkers. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> uh, and basically these elders are like, you're going to go back to normal life now. Basically like, thanks for your money. You had a good trip, but you're going to slide right back into your own problems and you've got to work for change. I would like to talk about integration so that you keep what you got. When you feel yourself sliding, because you will. You will because of the chaos. That It isn't always like this. We're in right. the Garden of Eden right now, and then we go back into all that other stuff. Right. The place you want to stay in and want to be in isn't linked to Jamaica or Los Angeles or anywhere. It's in you. So you can actually create that for yourself in the middle of a war zone. I think it's so admirable what you both are doing. Gwyneth gets off on her own shit. Yep. That's it. Yep. This whole show is for her to stroke her ego. Mm-hmm. She said it at the top. 
I don't want to be known for kissing Matt Damon. <laughs> well, girl, you're known for peddling pseudoscience. So, I mean, <laughs> it kind of seems like you picked the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Episode one wrapped. <laughs> Is your brain hurting too? <laughs> this hurt my brain. It hurt. It genuinely hurt. But I also found the little nuggets of intrigue, intriguing knowledge. Fascinating. Yeah. And then it, Elise's face popped back up and I was like, oh yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> but she ain't going anywhere, girl. No. She is back in all the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Same with Gwyneth. Cause you know, Gwyneth, this is her show with Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> She doesn't do any of this shit. <laughs> She's just the name. I do think it's important. Yeah, it's important for us to point out. JP does not participate in any of these experiments. Yeah, so far, girl. So far. <laughs> yeah. and we Right now, we're recording two episodes of it. Yeah. Both of these episodes, she doesn't. No. Nope. She, she is just sitting there to nod her head and ask questions of these <laughs> experts. Yeah. You guys, if you liked what you heard today, make sure to follow us on social media at Who You Call Trashy on Instagram. Same thing for Facebook. And join our discussion group. Yes, memes. Memes, discussions, polls, whatever you want. Yeah. If you're looking for that discussion group, head to Trashy Pod Squad. Uh, we're also on the uh, social media with the bird, with that blue bird. Twoo. <laughs> Twoo. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. No, not that, not that. Oh God, Def, not that. You can find us there at WYCT Pod. You can follow us personally at Sam Talks Trash OG and Manda Talks Trash. Uh, I don't think I said it's for Instagram. Did I? I don't think so. You can follow us personally on Instagram, guys, at Sam Talks Trash and Amanda Talks Trash. And most importantly, subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Please leave a five star. Yeah, help everybody find us. Invite other people to the school wide. Uh, we just want to laugh. Like, that's all we do. We, all we just, just want to talk trash. Time. Talk trash. Have a good time. Laugh. Laugh and trash on Gwyneth Paltrow for the next six weeks yep <laughs> it's gonna be great I'm excited for the next episode guys me too this the, ne the next one buckle the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> let's go okay we love you guys we love you guys bye because bye. this show the goop lab with Gwyneth Paltrow just gotta remind you that she's the she's the star of this whole show. <sighs> My brain literally just farted. <laughs> I forgot where I was going. <laughs> I, I I know I had a clear thought. This thank you headache. <laughs> oh, sorry. It doesn't exist. It's in my head. What the fuck does that even mean? Product details. If there's a more pleasurable way to banish psychic vampires we don't know it what the fuck 
This essential oil blend of lavender, rosemary, and juniper is an energy refreshing scent with a tendency to conjure up positivity. What? Oh, they're just going for absurdity. Yeah. Are they in on the joke? (laughs) There's a spray that uh, you can uh, spray on your toilet paper piece of toilet paper to basically turn it into a fancy wet wipe (laughs) to make your butthole smell like peaches. (laughs) What? Why? When we get various explanations from the psychedelic elders and the people who are there to experience things, we get a ton of corpo mumbo jumbo from Elise. Nothing that she says makes sense, or even if it does make sense, it's just so fluffy. It is just so fluffy. It's crazy. We get words like intellectualize, surrender to the experience, override, inclination, resonant, rubric, etc. Shut up. Shut up. Imagine being able to pull words out of your ass like that. (laughs) Isn't that what you do every week? (laughs) Touche. This is some weird cultural appropriation type shit. Ooh. Because all these white people (laughs) are sitting in a circle and the guy is like, this is a sacrament so we can be with the spirit of the mushroom. Spirit of the mushroom. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) 